Welcome to episode 8 of the Unlikely Alliance, brought to you by the Shut Up and Respawn podcast network. We hope you enjoy this episode, we had a lot of fun recording it. So last time you guys were finishing up the Red Brand hideout, uh, you made it all the way to Glassstaff's quarters where you discovered that he had escaped. On your way out, you discovered that the evil mage had tasked the Guardian with protecting his exit. As you chased after him, you had to encounter and deal with the Guardian who kept blasting you guys with its uh, necrotic beam. So you played Twister with that. It was a most difficult battle at that. <laughs> and uh, I had, uh, I witnessed uh, the bard brutally manhandle uh, a goblin freed <laughs> from slavery, yeah. only brought into a new kind of slavery. Mind you, only the day before had that bard mentioned that no harm would come to pass on that goblin <laughs> while he was present. <laughs> but... No harm came to pass on that goblin. I never said that I wouldn't harm him. <laughs> Besides, he was being a sissy. So as Droop was terrified of the guardian and took off, the bard chased after him, grabbed him from out underneath the the bed and threw him against the wall <laughs> as you do rather brutally knocking the the poor goblin cold yes yes not part of the story we need to recap keep going <laughs> uh he finally went back and defeated the the guardian that we did on on your your way out with dealing with the the guardian you researched the room careful to search for traps and and such and discovered that glassstaff hadn't actually left and he mocked you all the way out of the hideout ah oh, yeah tore off the out the crevasse the secret exit through the um did we do the xp did you guys calculate that last time? Uh, we didn't add it to... We talked about it that we hadn't added yeah. it yet. So we have to... Is it three bug Yeah. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> it was 150. Is that what it was? 150 a piece or 150 altogether? No, I think it was 150 a piece, but hold on. Let me look it up. Look that was bit. just a side note. I didn't mean for you to... Yeah, thanks for interrupting <laughs> me there. Jesus. <laughs> I didn't expect you to stop right in the middle of your, your speaking hold of the words. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. So that so, was 4,000 XP? Yeah, 4,000. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Uh, so it was 200 XP times three. Oh, so 200 XP. Oh, sweet. Yeah, so nice. 600 total between three of you, 200 XP. Rip's got that uh, Japanese conversion going on over yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> it's not yin. Right. Carry the three, add another 100. Yeah. So uh, after chasing... 
Glassstaff out of the crevasse and into the open, you attempted to track him down through the woods where he led you on a wild goose chase to a clearing and disappeared. Uh, the last thing you heard was his laughter as he disappeared. And he did that fog, right? Kind of blocked. Yes, he did. Yes. And there was fog around him when he disappeared. He cast some kind of spell that you're not cheated. Quite sure what it was. That's what he did. He cheated. He cheated as, <laughs> as evil mages are wont to do. He must have used those loaded dice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He went, you guys went back to Fandolin to talk to Halia, who was quite interested in the documents that were addressed to Glassstaff, who you now know is Yarno Albrecht. Uh, although you're not sure why he turned uh, to the to the side of the black spider, she was quite disappointed to learn that you did not capture or kill Glassstaff. However, as was the rest of the town. It's true. The bard let them down. It's very true. <laughs> <laughs> the bard was too focused on taking out a goblin. I believe the bard was the only one chasing the mage at the time while the other two were were twiddling their thumbs (laughs) twiddling their thumbs in the background I was studying the tree and I didn't even notice that there was a forest you don't notice much sometimes the cat just you know can barely tell that he's walking on ground (laughs) he was really in character with that comment holy cow not noticing the forest and that that's about right. So next up, um, you have a, a number of choices ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a number of side quests, uh, and you also have the revelation that Glassstaff is Sildar's old friend Yarno Albrecht. Yes, uh, I have written down that we were supposed to go to the inn, rest, clean up, and then we were going to go talk to Sildar. Okay. I don't know if that's still the plan, but that's what the plan was when last we met. So are we assuming that you guys went to bed, refreshed yourselves, and it's the next morning, or are we going through the whole process? I think that's fine. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, because I believe at the end of the last one, we stopped, had some Mm -hmm. ale. I told some stories to the uh, people at the bar, got some inspiration for that, and then I think we went to bed. Okay. All right. So you wake up the following morning refreshed, uh, a little disgruntled that you weren't able to take on Glassstaff. Um, however, the town seems to be in a bustle. Um, as you come out of your rooms, you can hear the clamoring of meals and, and gossip downstairs, as well as the town seemingly more lively and less under the thumb of the Red Brands. Did you guys sleep good? I know I did. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have something to do before we start? The question uh, is... I took care of that last night. Don't you worry. <laughs> wow. So it's already been sitting for four, four ten hours or so. You eight gotta, hours. You gotta prep it, you know, so it's ready to roll. <laughs> what What is it that you keep it in? Uh, you don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, I, I prefer not to know either. We haven't had breakfast yet. <laughs> All right, so where are we going today? Was it uh, Sildar? I'd say we go speak to Sildar and find out why he thinks his friend Yano would align himself with the Black Spider. Okay. And he is to the north uh, he's of the probably, town? Uh, he's probably in the, the town 
hall. Oh, it's in the town hall. Okay. Well, that's not bad. We're just going to go a little south, right? Let's go down to the yeah. town hall. Yeah, down to the town. Town hall. All right. I'll see what I can do to not get myself in trouble as we go there. <laughs> as you make your way um, out of the tavern and down towards the town hall, you notice that uh, people who were once cowering and shutting their doors um, are now out and drying their clothes and doing what you know would be considered the, the normal town activities. Kids are running around. Uh, you can hear in the distance some kids playing, acting out, you know, some adventures that they've heard from from other people in town as you as your bard regaled those adventures uh, while drinking lots and lots of ale <laughs> the nights before. Surprised he oh, hasn't started drinking. drinking. Did, did we partake in any ale before we left? <laughs> oh, yeah. He remembered. <laughs> done, that, done. That done. Shit pretty past. <laughs> We've already left. Uh, I, I will say town. that I. I refilled my flask before we left. So the the doors are open for the town hall, and you can proceed in. Inside the town hall is Harbin talking furiously with uh, Sildar in what seems to be a very heated conversation. Well, I say we just announce our presence. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> Gentlemen! <laughs> oh, man. Sildar and the town, to both. the town master immediately cut their conversation short, um, and Harbin storms off to <laughs> his offices. Sildar looks at you warmly, and he says, So, I've heard the news. You were able to successfully rout Glassstaff from the Redbrand hideout, and all of the Redbrand have been dealt with. Well met, my fine adventurers. Yes, yes, as we said we would. As we preached our way through the town, saying that we, the three adventurers of might and magic, would get rid of these <laughs> nasty red brands, we did exactly that. Now, Brass Tax, why is your friend Yano the bad guy? Excuse me. Come again? Guess you hadn't heard all of the story then, huh? Well, to be fair, was the bard actually telling everyone that Yarno was the was glass staff? You never know with the bard once he starts drinking. What? What he's going to do. No, I did not reveal uh, Glassstaff's true identity before uh, speaking with <clears throat> Sildar. So the only one that would actually know is, is Halia. Yes. Yes. Then she saw the documents and she has the documents. And she's still withholding the money for you to go either apprehend him or kill him, which Sildar does not know. Correct? Correct. Right. Unless okay. the bard gets loose lips. <laughs> so Sildar is... known to happen, yes. So Sildar is still looking at you quizzically. I, I do not understand. What about my friend, my dear friend, Yarno? What has happened to him? Did you find him? Did Glassstaff take him? We found him. Uh, no, it came to our attention that Yarno is in fact Glassstaff and working with the Black Spider. Sildar steps back. And puts his hand against the wall. This this cannot be. I have known Yarno for many winters. And he has never, ever erred on the side of evil. What could have turned him such? He's your friend, not ours. Yeah. 
<laughs> wow. We hoping that you could maybe wow, you guys all fight. failed your uh, charisma checks there. <laughs> hey, we didn't roll anything. What are you talking about? <laughs> we did hear mention of a black spider or something along those lines. Perhaps there is something there. Have you read our book, How to Make Enemies, Not Friends? <laughs> Well, oh, I read it back to front. Yeah. We were hoping that you could maybe uh, shed some light on your friend. Then maybe we could figure out why why he has gone this way. Maybe, you know, he's been uh, persuaded in not such a good way to become this evil bad man. <laughs> uh, mind you, his bard had a perfect opportunity to kill him when he was standing right next to him, but didn't do anything. I mean, uh, it wasn't going to kill him, of course. <laughs> I did damage to him, Duffin. And where were you? Off in a corner, taking I... a crap somewhere. No, let's no, be honest. No, no. <laughs> I was wiping crap off of my face and beard on, you know, glass staff's sheets. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is. This is <laughs> I'm just imagining the two guys standing there looking at us, dumbfounded. Why we can't even answer their question, but we're in fighting. <laughs> So, Sildar, you could see several emotions cross over his face from disgust to apathy to disbelief. And finally, he manages to sputter out, surely the black spider holds something over, my dear friend. That, that could be the only possible reason. It, yes. And, and can you think of anything that, uh, well, knowing, knowing Yarno as you do... Is there anything that he uh, would act this way because of? Well, he is in in well uh, repute back at Neverwinter. Um, I, I can't think of anything. Well, there was this one incident. He did speak of of a guard that had said some some kind of comment and he said that one day he will be more powerful than anyone in the town in the city so maybe it is maybe maybe the black spider is speaking to him towards increasing his power that that might be one way to convince him to come over but i he's I, I just I still can't see him doing this so we you must bring him to justice you must bring him back to me so I can I can bring him to trial if need be and find out the the true reason for him uh, turning this way we will do our best. Uh, let, let me give this, this story straight the, the god made a comment that Yano said that he would one day be the most powerful yes Yes. And, and you heard this you heard this from your father, sisters, brothers, cousins, uncle, former roommate, correct? So Sildar turns towards Duffin and says, He's your friend? Hey, he hasn't had his alcohol yet today. <laughs> ah, uh, He's in withdrawal symptoms. <laughs> you know, if okay. it goes without for about an hour, it starts to go downhill. <laughs> so you, you see Sildar like stand up straight and kind of puff himself out. And he says to the bard, Bard, you don't know many mages, do you? I, I actually have tales of many mages. Well, I've come across a great many mages in my day and my travels. If you would care to sit down and hear a story, perhaps I could provide one to you. But you speak of Yano like he is some great person, and obviously he had no trouble turning on the town that he lived in. <laughs> Well, we don't know what he's done. We know what the Red Brands have done. 
And what you've told me is you went to encounter him and he fled. What we he came across was undeniable proof that he is working with the black spider. Yeah, he'd even pooped in a bag. Can you believe that? I, I <laughs> a bag. That was disgusting. And he pooped in it. Lucky I didn't put just, my hand in that thing. Oh, right. I could not believe it. <laughs> I may not be perceptive, but at least I could smell it. <laughs> I would hope so, cat. <laughs> so, so go ahead. I was just going to say, he's your friend, and you're surprised that he's working with the enemy, yet you quickly come to the thought that he, they must have something over him, but you haven't explained what that something could be. Is well, he that, keeping a family member? Is so he offering him power? And if so, he's offering yeah. power, he's not that much of a good friend, is he? Hmm? Well, that's my question to you, folk. That is what I task you with. What would you do if you had heard that your friend of many winters had suddenly gone rogue he looks yeah, towards the box he looks towards in the bard's direction as he flourishes his hand after the word rogue what would you do would you expect this what kind of friend would you be if you thought all of your friends would someday turn on you yes well, i get right. that every day minute by minute <laughs> I, for one, would probably punch him in the pants and <laughs> ask him what the heck is going on. I mean, well, we I see just... how the bar treats his friends. Can <laughs> yeah. we tell you about that goblin? <laughs> <laughs> we, will, we will go find Yes, well, friends. at least I didn't shoot you in the back, did I, cat? <laughs> never never going to live that bad. Every time I hear down. that, just get that twinge. <laughs> we make no promises on being able to bring him back, depending on... What happens, you know, if he tries to kill us, we will probably have no other choice. Um, but, I mean, we'll, we could try to knock him out, and uh, but I don't know. We'll see. Sildar spreads his hands open wide and says, I beseech you, if you could please do your best and bring back Yarno alive so that we may all find out what happened and, if necessary... Bring him to justice. Okay, bring him to justice. Got you that, thank you. So do we know which direction to go in yet? I kind of need help with directions. North, I'm guessing. North. <laughs> There's many things. We will We will try to find Blackstaff. I mean, Glassstaff. <laughs> There's these wizards get mixed up. You know? There's so many I've come across. <laughs> and uh, we will bring him back if we can. And uh, is there is there anything else? I know this is a traumatizing time, and the information we've given you is not what you had hoped for. And and what of uh, what of my comrades, the Rock Seeker brothers? Have you been able to locate them? Gundren, Thardin, and Nundro. Gundren was the one who hired you. Kind the of. The other two, uh, you learned from, I believe, Halia that uh, that they went out on a ten day. Um, excursion and haven't returned we know what direction they went they weren't with the the red red guys red brands red capes red brands wow um so we we can confirm that they were not there (laughs) (laughs) so we're we're still on that they weren't where we just were there we go we are trying to find them and um if we get any information we will let you know for sure And what of Cragmaw Castle? Ah, well, you see, that's a different story. We we had a goblin. To the goblin raids, 
we we had a goblin, and he was our uh, key master, but the gatekeeper beat, <laughs> beat him when he wouldn't answer his questions. And <laughs> he was unfortunately a little too scared of the creature that we had to battle and ran away. So, but uh, we do know that the castle is to the north, probably northeast. So we are going to head there eventually. Most of the things that we need to do are to the north. Yes, we've just cleaned up your town. We're ready for the next step of our journey. So asking us about the next step of the journey that we've not taken yet is a bit counterproductive. (laughs) (laughs) Now, if you let us take the next step of the journey, we can update you on all of those things because we found out for sure they're not in the manor. We've just cleaned that up. Sildar motions to the dwarf to come closer. Yes. (laughs) So do you find yourself frequenting with... Uh, manner of creatures with large rods in dark places. <laughs> I have never met so many rude people in one day, and I just finished a conversation with the town master. It is a bit early. They the breakfast did not agree with them, and the cat usually isn't too bright. Um. <laughs> Intelligence 17, but not too bright. <laughs> uh, he's not a real pe- people person, um, you know, but uh, I'm working with him. You know. So you're saying book smart, but not street smart. Got yes, it. Yes, yes. They're a diamond in the rough. You know, you got you to work with them and polish them up, you know, get rid of those rough edges. <laughs> Hopefully next time some of those rough edges will be gone. My time as a captain's guard. Uh, definitely can speak to that. So I completely understand. Well, I wish you all the best of luck and a safe return. Thank you very God's, much. God's favor your path. Excellent. Yes, Thank well, you. hopefully we can bring your friend, Yano back to you alive so that you can question him yourself. However, I will not hesitate to take his life. 101 things it. not to say I'm as we walk out the door. Let's go. Uh, we're going now. Uh, thank you for your Man. time. We, we just breezed right through the preface of that book. <laughs> <laughs> On to chapter one. Yes. <clears throat> Speed reading. It's where you skip a couple pages and get to the next chapter. <laughs> Uh, you find Where's out later the... you missed important details, but, you know. <laughs> exactly. Okay, lead on, Dorf. All right, I guess we'll go to the northeast. What should we go to first? We have many things to do in that direction. Oh, we'll just any, take the first any, one we get to? Ideas? The first one. Okay. So, yeah, so the the map that I included um, in mm. the conversation earlier, those hexes are five miles. Mm-hmm. Um, and you guys, according to the rules set here, can travel about 24, 25 miles in a day. Uh-huh. So that would be five hexes. Um, you had heard from the town folk as well as from Sildar that there were goblin as well as orc raids on the Tribor Trail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and you also know that Connie Berry and the Old Owl Well um, are two the northeast and under mm-hmm. tree is to the north 
So hopefully, um, depending on where you go, you might run into some goblins since you no longer have a goblin key uh, in order to ascertain the location of Kragma Castle. Um, Thunder Tree, let me, let me check my notes here. It's straight north, it's uh, straight, slightly straight northwest. north, but it's, mm. it's all to its own. Mm. That's the... Uh, uh, the town, right, where she we has could take shops. the... 50 miles northwest of Fandolin is Thunder Tree. Something about Radoth, right? Yeah, so you have you have uh, Sister Garrily wants you guys to seek out the Banshee to get uh, important information, ask it, a, ask her a question um, in the ruined town of Connyberry to ask her about Bogentil's spellbook. So we should take out two... Possibly three quests on the tribal trail then. Darren Edermath wanted you to find out who's lurking near the ruins of the old owl well. Mm-hmm. Um, Colleen Alderleaf had suggested that you guys go to the ruined town of Thundertree to consult with the druid Radoth, who might know the whereabouts of Kragma Castle, Wave Echo Cave, or both. And she has her store there, right? Uh, or is that... Uh... Oh, the 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 brooch, the brooch, or the yeah, the necklace. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the lady that you freed from the from the prison, the uh, the woodcarver's wife. Yes, I think gave you that quest. And then actually, Harbin wanted you to seek out an orc encampment near Wyvern Tor and chase the orcs away from the area. That's another quest. And then. I just Sildar just told you, and you rudely told him to go fly a kite. <laughs> he wanted you to go find Cragmaw Castle, search for uh, Gundren, <laughs> rescue the dwarf, and retrieve his map. I could just imagine the dwarf doing that right now. He's got the map yes, behind Seriously. <laughs> Let's go to the Tribble Trail. Yeah, I guess we can go there, and then we'll work our way over and take care of a couple missions over there. Yeah. Give me, give me that map, dwarf. Let me take a look at it. <laughs> I have excellent direction sense. I don't need a map. Where are we going? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Let's follow the cat. We are going uh, north along the trail for about uh, 10 miles, and then we'll head east along the Tribor Trail and see what we can find, what kind of trouble we can get in over there. Yeah. Okay, what's Shovel, the party order? Shovel happens to be my middle name. Party order. But first, we I'll ale. go first. I'll go in front, you know, because it's safer that way. I'll, I'll be up the back. <laughs> that way I know my back's safe. Nice. So you're bringing up the rear, is that what I heard? <laughs> Not in any sailor's terms, no. <laughs> <laughs> you never know where the cat's been. That's <laughs> All right. Um, as you head out of Fandolin and head north on the uh, worn road that leads from the Tribor Trail to Fandolin, you make your way uh, first thing after breakfast. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. So yeah. you have the whole day ahead of you. Mm-hmm. As you make your way towards um, the intersection that is the Tribor Trail and the unmarked road that leads to Fandolin, you hear a, a large roar and a rumbling um, in the woods nearby. 
quickly approaching your way. Yes, Duffman, uh, was that from the woods or was that from you? Uh, <laughs> I was going to ask the same thing. <laughs> it definitely wasn't from me. It would have been louder um, <laughs> if it was me. But breakfast seems to have agreed with me, so uh, I think that's from the woods, and I like it. <laughs> Whereabouts on the map are we when this is happening? Are we? Uh, it's before the intersection of... The okay. trail and the unmarked road, that is nice. We could hear that. That's quite a few miles away. That's that's impressive. No, it's like nearby. Like it okay. is in the woods off the trail heading towards you. Like oh. in picture like the woods shaking as something very large is crashing through it and it's coming in your direction. Rip, is your mom on the on her way or? <laughs> <laughs> I told her I wouldn't be home for another few days. <laughs> oh, I hope she's not mad. <laughs> All right. Well. All right. Um, so we just uh, can we here? see? Can we or, see what's coming out or just here? Yeah, I'm just gonna fan uh, a little bit. Right to the now, left. it's about a I would say a couple hundred feet away from you. Um, you can tell it's large and it's roaring towards you. Um, and it's coming out of the the woods off of the trail. I'm ready my bow and arrow. It's definitely heading towards you. So you are not surprised, just so we're clear. Nuts. Um, right. As you guys get ready, party order is the same. Dwarf in the front, bard in the middle. Oh, bringing to the up. side. No, to the I'll, left. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll move out to the right. So we're not like we're kind of in a triangle like formation. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. I'm in, the, I'm in the front, battle ready, of okay. course. As as you as you ready yourselves, crashing out of the forest is a very large humanoid, about seven or eight feet tall, very muscular, um, much bigger than the the bugbears you have faced before. And he roars at you with rippling muscles and disgusting teeth dripping with uh, drool and what appears to be blood. He's brandishing. Nice. Duffin, just your type. Uh, That's definitely not Rip's mom, but, you know. Oof. Unless I'm confused about how things Maybe he needs a dentist if he's bleeding from the mouth. I mean, look at those grotesque teeth. And he's coming straight at us. Yes. That's so, uh, just roaring. Uh, as he's well, ro- he's obviously hunkering for a fight, and he's running straight towards you. So, um, you can try and parlay with him, but he does not appear to be in a speaking mood. Or you can enter combat. Okay, I, I'll shoot an arrow at him. Oh, come on! I was gonna hold up. <laughs> I'm gonna hold up the map. Damn it, cats! You beat me too. <laughs> Do you know where we are? <laughs> Excuse me. I mean, this me, is friend. happening at the same time, so I can see what he's doing. I'll I'll hold the shot for now, but it's Actually, ready and loaded. He's closer to ten feet tall now that he's actually entered the um the trail <laughs> that you guys are on, and he completely towers over the dwarf. Um, well, as so well as everybody, but <laughs> <laughs> exactly, he's only d- double do. my height. All right, this is Brian Pan's punching position. <laughs> I fire a crossbow bolt straight for his neck. Roll for initiative. 
have. Oh, for initiative, I guess you guys are not chatting with him. Yeah. I got uh, 12. 10. Oh, got sorry. Uh, 15. I got well, a 7. What'd you get, Duffin? A 12. All right, so two 12s. Yeah. All right, please um, roll again. Seven. Those are two 12s. That's a All two, right. by the way. Did you get a 12? I thought you got a 15. No, he was oh, those two, sorry. Yeah, the, the ones that had a two 12s. Yep, my bad. They're out of five. <laughs> like I said, the cat might have a 17 intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your dump stat, the wisdom? <laughs> yeah. So, so what'd you get, Duffin? A uh, seven. A seven? Okay, you go first. Okay. So how close is this well, uh, large humanoid? The cat goes first. You just go yeah. before. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's gotcha. what I meant. Yeah. Oh, the cat um, goes first. Thank you, John. Yeah. Um, 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 plus seven, thirteen. <laughs> thirteen? What? Were you attacking? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, with the the arrow. Oh, okay. Thirteen. Sorry, you can't see that. I'll move it across. No, you're fine. Um, to six. You strike with your with your bow. So you're no gonna way. Whack, you're gonna whack him with the bow. With the arrow. Oh, so you're like smacking him with the arrow. <laughs> he shot the arrow. He, want, he wants you to tell him exactly. What I'm not that stupid. <laughs> That's what I said. I was ready with a bow and arrow, ready to shoot. Oh, I'm just having some fun. <laughs> All right, you hit. To please tell me how much damage your arrow did as you were whacking. Ooh, wow, that's white. That, that was that like a oh. that white that like dice? You can't even see what it is. Like five? What is that? All right, no more white dice. Okay. Do you want me to roll again? Just tell me what it was. It was a five, and then again. bonus damage was plus five, so total of ten. Okay, ten. All right. So the arrow scores true and slams into the shoulder of. The creature, he... That's how you do it, fellas. Barely 10? Is that what you said? Yeah. 10. Oh, my. We... Just get a magic marker and color... The dwarf is up front, by the way. <laughs> I'm to the left, but behind. <laughs> um, it, it, barely, it barely seems to have affected him as he turns in the direction of where the mosquito just bit him. Interesting. He barely notices, but he notices enough to be able to turn towards me. <laughs> well, he is 10 feet tall, so by turning, I mean, like, his eyes look at you. Not <laughs> not actually turning his whole body in your general direction, because he's already facing you. Sounds like a job for a mighty dwarf, I think, to slow him down. Yes. Indeed. <clears throat> okay, so how, how close is he to me? Um, he is right up in your grill. So I'm like face to junk is what you're telling me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just... <laughs> yeah, if how fast these critters are. Holy cow, yes. He booked all the way to you guys. Okay. <clears throat> all right, so I'm going to try and hit him in the left kneecap with my battle Okay. Axe. All right. Okay. We'll see how it goes. Oh shoot! That was. A Did you see that before I moved? I saw on? that. Okay. I saw that. That was incredible. That's with your battle axe. Battle axe crit hit. All right. The dwarf is not afraid. I am not afraid. 
he's about to top. bring. He's yeah, seriously, he's about to bring that that creature down to his level. So I get to roll damage twice, right? Twice, yes. So, so I do seven plus four, and then I do it again, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So six, (laughs) seventeen. No, you don't add the plus four the second time. Oh, not the second time. Oh, okay. So seven plus four is eleven plus the two is thirteen. Okay. You swing your battle axe and connect squarely against his kneecap uh, joint area. Roll for dexterity, please. 10? <coughs> 20. Uh, 20. Ah! <laughs> Five. <laughs> uh, spraying yourself, your arm, and your battle axe with the creature's blood all over you. Ah, uh, yes. He throws in pain and and steps slightly back. As he realizes that you are not a gnat. All right. As he's stepping back, I'm going to try and uh, hit him in the junk with my shield. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Nineteen. You hit. So it does five damage. Okay. And that's it. In the in the junk, is that what you said? You hit him in straight in the junk, cause my I my axe uh-huh. hit him in the left knee, right? Cause he's his left yeah, knee. yeah, and your right arm, yeah. <laughs> Give him a left, your left arm, a left rather. jab with the shield, right in the junk. Yeah. So he, you hear what can only be the sound of a whine, um, as you smack him squarely in the groin area. Uh, this doesn't, however, have the intended effect, and he just screams angrily at you. Um, go ahead and make a dexterity check. Spittle flying everywhere. Ten. Uh, landing all over your face, your beard, and your... Do you wear a helmet? Uh, I don't know. Then just your hair. <laughs> your <No. brain. laughs> I've been hit a few times in the head. I can't remember if there's anything yeah. on top. Uh, is there anything up there? Yeah. No. I lick my lips. Say, mm, yummy. <laughs> I'm just trying a psychological game. Psychological game. Right now. <laughs> psychological. Nice. nice. I think he has the same intelligence or maybe wisdom as, as the cat. <laughs> What? Get him, Bard. <laughs> would you Would you like to participate in this fight now, Bard? Is it my go, or it's is it the creature's go? No, it's, it's uh, your turn. Okay, I thought you said you had rolled a seven for him earlier. Uh, I did, but I thought you said you had a twelve. No, I got a five. No, no. So that was the second time we rolled, just to see which that one went first. That was who goes in the twelve. That was the tiebreaker. Because we both rolled 12 the first time? Oh, I see how you did it. Yep. My apologies. <laughs> Glad to have you back. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I, had, I had a cat moment there for a second. <laughs> uh, I will shoot him with my crossbow. Oh, now we're back into action. All right, there we go. Ooh. Are, you behind, are you behind the cat or behind the dwarf? No, no, I stepped to the right, to the right of the dwarf <laughs> as not to hit anybody accidentally in the back. Oh, okay. Uh, you see the pod shirt? That's 19, my feeling. 
every time 19. I go to battle with this party. <laughs> so you rolled a 14? Yeah, plus five. So okay. 19 hit. You hit? Uh, and then four plus three, seven damage. Okay, so the crossbow bolt sings over Duffin's head and lands squarely in the chest of the creature. It gives a, a slight grunt at the at the hit and prepares its mighty club for Wait. what? How far away is he from me? Uh, how far away were you from the dwarf? Uh, I don't know, like not not right up his ass or anything. <laughs> so five feet. Yeah. He's five feet. <laughs> yeah, probably about five feet. That dude was like right up in my face. Yeah, junk that face. dude was right up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, the dwarf headbutted him with his, yeah. you know, helmetless head. <laughs> probably does more damage that way. <laughs> yeah. In the junk. That's how close he was to the ogre. So if you were right next to him, he's about five, seven feet away. All right. Hold, uh, I, it's an ogre. There we go. I have a. I have two weapon fighting as a bonus action. I just wanted to see what does what does that include? Me making a melee attack, or can I attack with my rapier? Well, you had your crossbow. Is that a two-handed or one-handed? It's a one-handed. It's, and, his and, crossbow is one-handed. Um, yeah, I'd have to think about that one. Um, cause you have, your rapier is, uh, well, let me look at what, uh, hold on one second. Cause I think like, uh, two handed is with a smaller weapon, but I'm not sure if it has to be a, what do they call that? A versatile weapon. I forget what the term is. Ambidextrous? <laughs> <laughs> like what a dagger is. You can, it, oh, it yeah. has a different finesse class. or something, is it? Yeah, finesse. Thank you. Weapon of finesse. Thank you. I think it used to be called versatile. Oh, here we go. Someone's already asked. Hmm? He's looking it up. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, right. Sorry. That's what you mean. Someone's asked that very question. So melee only. Okay. Never mind. So now. Yeah. Uh, I will. Uh, I'm in his range, aren't I? He'll probably have a opportunity to attack me. I'll just try to back up. Well, if I back up, he gets a an attack of opportunity, right? If you use an action to disengage. <clears throat> well, I use my action to fight. Can I use a bonus action to disengage? Yes. All right. Well, I will disengage and then I will move back and and off to the right. Okay. About 15 feet. Okay. So, so as not to get trampled or shat on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. That was from the dwarf, by the way. <laughs> Which is why I move. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, that, that will end my turn. Okay. So the, the creature looks down at the dwarf as he swings his great club down upon the dwarf's head. Oh my. Uh-oh. You can't do any damage to that. Ooh. Natural. I mean, I can do that too. See, look, I just picked up a dice. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he's aiming for your head. You should be okay. <laughs> you got it. Thirteen plus four. Seventeen. I like it. With a mighty roar, the the giant um, club comes down right on top of Duffin, smashing him into the ground. For what did I say, seventeen? Mm. Uh, yes. Seventeen points of damage. Is that all you got? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm half your size and did the same amount of damage almost. <laughs> Better call your mom. You need some help, obviously. Oh, no. The bard and the cat can literally see the stars swimming around your head from that attack. <laughs> can, I, can I just quickly take an action to turn the dorf around back to face the ogre? <laughs> hey, are there two of these guys now? Where'd the other guy come from? <laughs> He's over here. He's over here. Go. <laughs> Absolutely. Go ahead and roll for initiative. Oh, hello. Six for me. Um, total of 12. Five. All right. The cat gets to go again. All right. Is his arm still extended and down so that I could maybe do an acrobatic action to run up his arm? To then try a double stab in with my short swords into his neck or something like that. Yeah, I'll allow it. <laughs> what do you want me to roll for that? I want you to roll an acrobatic. <laughs> like the cat's gonna make acrobatic. it up his arm. <laughs> I get a. Um, it's against Dex with a bonus of seven. Okay. Oh, sorry. That's an eleven. So eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. So as he slams the um, the great club down you're going to jump on top of his arm as he's pulling it back up to try and attack his his neck and shoulder area yeah okay so when you go to make your attack rolls you're going to roll 2d20s at a disadvantage what's the disadvantage oh. so that means you roll the d20 and the lowest die is the one that counts okay twice, understood right? Can you see them? Oh, okay. That's 12 and 17. 12, so you hit. So is that one sword? That'll be one sword, yep. And same again for the other? Yes. And 11. So you hit with both swords. That's pretty impressive. Hey. I'm not perceptive, but I am effective. <laughs> I'm not effective, but... <laughs> It'll be total yes. of 2d6 plus 10. Okay. Total. Oh, there you go. So 10 plus 10, 20? That's for your first attack or both attacks? No, that's both. Attacks. So, in an amazing, amazing, especially considering all of the things that Rip has done in your adventure <laughs> so far. All the things. Um, considering that the dwarf is the, the pirouetting uh, mastermind. <laughs> The the cat runs up along the arm as the as the giant is pulling his arm back up from the swing that knocked Duffin on his rump, and manages to stab his short swords into the arm, not quite making it up to the top. Go ahead and make another acrobatics check. 
that's a nine, seven, sixteen. Okay. So the in in stabbing the the monster's arm, it roars in pain and twists and attempts to almost like knock you off. So at this point you're gonna need to jump off, which that's what that acrobatics check was. Okay. Does and that you, expose his back for the other two to get a bonus and, or an attack of opportunity? Well now they now he's turned towards um to the left? More, yeah, more to the left where Well it'll be his uh, right or left. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So no, not quite enough to expose his, his okay. back for that. But enough for for him to be focused on you for that turn. So, so that gives us an advantage. So that will give an advantage, let's say, for the next attack. See what I do for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Let's see. So it's my turn. Yes. Right, you got a seven and yes. the bard got a five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the ogre will go next. Okay. So is that advantage only on one one weapon attack? Right. Yes. Okay. First attack. First attack. Okay. Because um, I want to use. Um, so if I use, so it says as a bonus action, I can use fighting spirit. Right, which is you can give yourself advantage on weapon attack rolls until the end of your current turn. You give yourself five temporary health points. Um, but then my special is action surge, which you can take one additional action on your turn. This can be used one time per short rest. I can I can do both of those without using my other actions, right? So you'd have an advantage from what. Rip just did. Mm-hmm. If you choose to use the one that gives you an advantage, that would be an ad- not another advantage on top. Yeah, no, I, I'm just saying because I want to use action. that action surge to be able to attack twice with my axe. Your, your axe, okay. And so because with with that fighting spirit, it gives me advantage on both those both those rolls so that turn. And then an additional five hit points because you definitely need it. Hey, I've got 18 <laughs> hit points. All right. But yeah, so I'm gonna use I'm gonna use both of those. Okay. Let me adjust my health. So I have twenty three now. <laughs> okay. So I will roll to try and hit his left knee again. Because that's the one that's pretty much, you know, right there in front of me, so that's ooh, that's a bad roll. Let me roll the other roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't see that, did you? <laughs> well, that's a bit better. Eight so wait, plus, what? No, I got it's plus six. That's fourteen. Okay, you. <laughs> so that's the first one. Uh, all right, so I got six plus four. That's ten. So okay. there's that one. I want to hit or try and hit him again with my battle axe. Okay. That's a ten. So I got uh, 16 on that first for that roll. So another 7 damage. And so that's 17 with my battle axe to his leg. 
I don't know if anything happens because I'm going to try to hit him with my shield also. So that was 7 damage? 17. Total? Yeah, 17 total. Yeah. But 7 damage was the second yes. round, right? Yep. Yeah, okay. Because I marked it down as you were doing the damage. Okay. So I'm going to do an unarmed strike again to his groin. <laughs> you got to think for groin, don't you? I, you know, it's, it's a sensitive area. We're, we're an inclusive party. I'm not making any points. Uh, I got 11. Did not hit him. <laughs> you got an 11? Yeah. Hit him. Oh, I hit him? Okay. Yeah. Oh, I guess so. Does, oh, that, does that account count as an attack? I can roll my. I don't know if unarmed strikes are those. Is that? I don't think that's a weapon. Let me see. No, it's not a weapon. It's unarmed. But I have a shield in there. I don't know for using that or. What? For that bonus for the actions. I guess it doesn't matter if I hit him anyway. So. Yeah, you hit him. Okay. So then it's five damage. Like there's no difference between hitting and really hitting unless it was a twenty. <laughs> I know. So, so an additional five damage. Okay. Yep. So he just wanted to know if he if he just tapped his balls or if he really crushed it. <laughs> so how much the, pain can I put this guy in? <laughs> so with, with a dwarven roar, you swing your battle axe once and twice across the legs, mm -hmm. cutting him both times, dropping him down to one knee, and then you bashed your shield into his. His groin area again, <laughs> which causes him to roar out in pain. Uh, make a dexterity check. Uh, what's it? Eight. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna need. To you're covered in in uh, monster. More, more blood. What monster happened to your pirouetting blood? magic? Yeah, monster blood. You are definitely not I like pirouetting right blood now. Today. Right. He's uh. He's still feeling the stars floating around his head. Yeah, I was just about to say, the only thing spinning around is the stars around his head. <laughs> All right. Uh, it is the Bard's turn. So it has occurred to me that this large creature has come running out of the forest. Uh, we don't know why, um, but we just started laying into him. Do you think perhaps we should uh, find out what he was running from? I mean, I did ask him if he could tell us where we were at on the map, but... <laughs> he didn't answer, so I shot him. <clears throat> Don't like rude people. <laughs> <laughs> and yet Man. you hang out with me all the time. <laughs> yeah, we're kind of stuck on this adventure together. So no. <laughs> I will use my crossbow to take a shot at him. Okay. Uh, 23. You miss. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, just kidding. You hit. <laughs> if only it was 24. <laughs> eight, eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. Okay. <clears throat> the crossbow bolt slams into his side by his ribs, and he screams out in guttural rage at the at the strike. At this uh, point, he's looking very weak. Um, almost as if you guys have been really putting the hurt on him. Uh, question, DM. Uh, yeah. Was that crossbow bolt around to the back in the side or straight to the side? 
I think I found my my um, criminal that shot me in the back. No, no, no. That was a straight shot through his pectoral muscle into his shoulder. Not so that was sticking out through the side, was it? So, so am I hearing this right? Is the cat trying to make a perception check? Because oh, by all shit. means, I knew, I knew you'd ask for that. And nope, nope. <laughs> Something about the way the crossbow bolt hit. <laughs> the creature in the side seems very familiar, but you can't quite put your claw on it. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> All right. So <clears throat> the the creature in a in a roar looks around at the cat and the dwarf and the bard and swings its uh club in a in a wild almost like a haymaker swing um so you were far right 15 feet away is that what you said yep finn all right so you're out of range but this is going to possibly hit the two of you i'm liking this die today <laughs> what That's some horse crap I don't see what it was. It was an 11. It was a 20. Yeah, it was 11. It was a 20 on the cat. Oh. I won't be participating in the next round. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, just so you know, I have protection. And uh, while wielding a shield and a creature... I don't care about your Friday night activities. a target <laughs> other than you within five feet, you can use your reaction to impose disadvantage on the attack roll. <clears throat> and disadvantage. So re-roll that twenty. <laughs> so you're gonna take one for the team. Is that what I'm understanding? No, it just says protection. It says while wielding a shield. Protecting you. No, it's, so it says while wielding a shield and a creature you can see attacks a target other than you within five feet. You can use your reaction to impose disadvantage on the attack roll. Oh, okay. So you're like trying to deflect the shot with your shield. Yes. America style. That's mm -hmm. nice. Uh, so you're I'm gonna like, do that? I've been, I've been waiting for a time to use this. You're gonna, you're gonna do that? Yeah. All right. Cool. I'll roll. Just the, be careful. It may be me that you're deflecting. <laughs> All right. Um, hold on. Is your AC still sixteen? Me? Yeah. All right. So. He loses the 20, but he gets the 17. <laughs> well, at least which, it's not a crit. <laughs> which hit. <laughs> How much hit points do you have? So I don't give you, like, a number that kills you. Uh, 22? Is that how many hit points you have? <laughs> He's like, 21. I've <laughs> got <laughs> 21. <laughs> I won't be participating in the next round. <laughs> I don't know why I have 22 written down for me. I think you did that math wrong. Okay, all right, so he swings his, his great club in your general direction, and Duffin, in, uh, in a bit of heroics, swings out his shield to deflect it, so it glances a blow off of you, doing 10 points of damage. Yeah, 10 points of damage. The cat's intelligence can't take it. <laughs> uh. 
Go ahead and make sure. a dexterity check, Rip. Oh, okay. Sorry. Oh, I thought you. Oops. Nine. Is that, is that a nine? What's okay. your other dexterity plus? Uh, dex, 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 five. So that's 14. Okay. So uh, you manage to not lose your footing as the great club does a glancing blow on you. I just want to see if he knocked you down. Yeah. What was the total damage then? Ten. Ten. Oh, is that all? Oh. Was that all? Um, <laughs> well, he's like... NB18 if you want. <laughs> Ten, was that all? Also coming from the guy who no, said... No, I, I thought, that I thought originally it was, was 22, really? that's all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just surprised to still be walking. <laughs> you well, the dwarf did, like, step in there. Which, uh, I'm going to award the, the dwarf uh, an inspiration. I like it for that well done dwarf thank you uh is it is he still trying to swing and hit me also <laughs> uh no your deflection stopped the okay. stopped the, the wild swing with a loud dong uh, <laughs> <laughs> poor choice of words <laughs> well with all this you know <laughs> pocket punching that the dwarf is doing <laughs> so, only so with a loud call, right? <laughs> with a loud gong, the um, the great club bounces off the shield, glancing a blow on the cat, nearly knocking him over, and his attack is finished. And he went last, so roll for initiative. Get twelve. <clears throat> That's not fair. Oh, I rolled a nine again anyway. Fourteen. He's <clears throat> got that high initiative. Fourteen. What did what did the other two get? I got a seven. And I got a twelve. Man, seven. What'd you get? Twelve. Twelve. All right. So the cat goes first again. And double sword attack again. Okay. 19 and a 2. Uh, the 2 definitely missed. Yep. It's like, whoa, 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 hold on. <laughs> well, I just got hit for half my, about half my hit points. <laughs> Total of 7. 7 points of damage. All right, as you flail wildly with your short swords, well, at least that's what it looks like to everyone else. One of them miraculously hits the 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 creature in the in the side cutting him deeply the creature screams again and the 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 sound of that scream is so loud that birds in the area take off uh into the air and fly away he drops down to to both knees and his club um are you practicing no, that was my perception check to see the birds fly away from a oh, loud no. scream. <laughs> actually saw the birds fly you away. Saw the birds. Pretty bird. Wow. Pretty bird. <laughs> birds. In the tree. <laughs> um, and his club falls to the ground, um, still in his hands, but on, onto the ground with a with a loud thump. It seems like he's almost at his end. My turn. I think so. No kill stealing. I brought it this far. <laughs> Have you had enough, or, or do we need to kill you? 
the the creature roars in in your face seemingly uh stubbornly defying you i will punch you in the pants again (laughs) this is your last chance (laughs) all right you leave me no choice I attack. <laughs> so with your with that inspiration, what uh, does that give me uh, advantage? Or? Oh, the inspiration is for you to use when you want to use it, and it'll give you advantage on I think three specific things. One of them is attack. Be a bit of a waste now, though. Yeah, I wouldn't use it now, but I mean, I'm not the dwarf either so <laughs> but no so like how long does the inspiration last though like i can just hold on until to you it, use it or... until you use it it's like a it, it should be a, a space on your character sheet next to your health it'll be empty oh i see okay i clicked it you can spend it when you make an attack roll a saving throw or an ability check okay and it just gives you an advantage on that roll so you know, when you're down on your luck or, you know, you need to make that, that critical hit. Sounds or in, good. Or in the, in the cat's, uh, if you need to perceive the birds flying through <laughs> the air. Perceive the wild it's, I didn't need, need help to, there. Yeah, if you need to perceive reality, yeah. Definitely. Okay, well, I'll just try to attack him again with my battle axe. Okay. I got... Uh, 15. 15... You hit. Plus six. Okay. For nine. So what are you doing with the battle axe? I am swinging to his head. Since he's down on both knees, so I can actually reach his head this time. Right. Okay. And you did five? How much damage? Uh, nine. Okay. Make a dexterity check, please. Bloody pirouetting dwarf. Wow. <laughs> finally. <laughs> Okay, now go ahead and make a strength check. Oh, I see how it is. <laughs> well, you're embedding your axe in his head, so I want to know if you can pull it out. 20. Okay. So you swing the axe in an upward manner, taking the, the blade of the, the axe straight up into his chin, up into his head. Um, obviously spraying blood everywhere, but not getting on you. Um, where's the cat? He's right the next cat. to me. Right next to you, right? So the yeah. cat needs to make a dexterity check. Oops, sorry. That was a 13, by the way. It bounced out of my little non-bot. <laughs> I, I got a 20, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it was, hang on. It was a... It was a <laughs> I could roll it again. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> So you narrowly avoid uh, getting splattered with blood, uh, and the creature slumps over, dead. Well, I guess he didn't want to talk. <laughs> so he doesn't know which way we go? <laughs> you know, I'm guessing if we find like something we can intimidate much easier, like a little goblin... <laughs> We'll let the bard handle him for a minute or two, <laughs> and then he should be submissive after that. <laughs> um, so do these things have camps? Is there somewhere we could go to see what they what he had? Uh, I'm guessing can, he's can stolen try, all this stuff. Yeah, you could try searching it out. Woods? I mean, 
the guy's 10 feet tall and you know close to a thousand pounds so he's uh he made quite a swath through the forest I, there you know, he i don't charged. think the cat would be able to follow it but uh, <laughs> <laughs> what trail <laughs> can we uh investigate the body uh yes. yeah you each get a hundred fifty experience points for defeating the creature. Fifty or hundred and fifty? And five zero. I like it. Ooh. <laughs> He's still on that, that Japanese conversion you'll have to <laughs> <laughs> Well we don't have decimal points here, it's all <laughs> <laughs> So around uh as you're investigating around the body, around the creature's neck is like a, a very rough, um, primitive necklace made out of rope. And at the attached at the end of the rope is uh, what appears to be like a makeshift key. Ooh, Ooh. I'll take that. And then he's wearing like gauntlets, <clears throat> like rough leather bound gauntlets, some rough hewn boots. Um, you've got the club and then uh, essentially like ripped uh, britches. <laughs> all hacked up, all hacked up and bloodied for a reason you can't fathom. <laughs> Yeah, so, not with my five perception I just rolled. <laughs> it happens. I got a twenty. Yeah, I'll take the key. Um, okay. Are his gloves or anything worth worth anything? Uh they're leather bound gauntlets <clears throat> around his like forearms, and they're they're gigantic. Like you could take them off as. You wear his dress. Wear them as leggings, or <laughs> yeah, you could, totally, you could totally pull that off for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Flop, flop. <laughs> so, shall we, shall we see what the key is? No, no money or anything? What's that? No money? Uh, no. Okay. Well, yeah, I guess let's, let's head to the forest and see if we can follow where he came from. Okay. South, right? North. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 this way. Wait, maybe, <laughs> hold on. Maybe before we go, we should take a short rest, you know, recuperate. Take, I mean, I will I will remind you that both of you lost half your hit points. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, before we go anywhere, we should do a short rest. Maybe, maybe camp for the night. <laughs> the bard, however, didn't lose any hit points. That's what happens when, you know, you're, you're not up close and personal. It's what happens when you're smart and you step away from the large charging creature so that you don't get hit, and yet you still do damage. Now, keep talking foul, and I won't peel you. I appreciate your heels, so uh, you are the best bard I know currently. Currently. You are the best bard here. Right? No doubt about it. Uh, are we doing uh are we doing a short rest? Are you gonna use uh hit dice? How or do you want me to just heal you? Um well how it depends on how far we got because it might be nighttime, pretty close to nighttime. Um Well we left pretty early. We just got I would say I would say you're approaching back. um noon. Oh noon. 
So we've only got yeah, you, like made, you made it about 10, 10 miles. miles. Yeah. Okay. It was right before the, it was right before the intersection. Like you, you're not near the intersection, but you're close. So we can just kind of, if he heals us, we can go, uh, cause I lose five hit points from that. Um, yeah. No, if you want to heal us, I would appreciate it. Well, if you, if so, if you, if we do a short rest and you use one of your hit dice, I can give you an extra 1d6 without, without expending a spell slot. Okay. D8. <laughs> yeah, let's do a short rest, I guess. And, but if we, how long is a short rest? Four hours? It's like an hour, I think, isn't it? Yeah, it's very short. Oh, it's just an hour? Okay. Yeah. Um, let me see. So as we rest, I will play a song. One hour. To soothe your wounds. And what do I have to roll? Whatever your hit dice is. Well, you roll whatever your hit dice is to be able to... Um, Should be a D10 for you, Duffin. So if you click on short rest... It will tell you like a one. It's like mine's one d eight plus two or something like that. So I don't know what yours is, but then you get a one d six to add to it. Is that for both of us or just stopping? Yes, both of you. So it's a total of eleven. So I get to be full. Yeah, yours wasn't as severe as his, because he deflected. <laughs> he deflected it for you. <clears throat> I got uh, seven. And then I can roll 1d6, you said? Yeah. <clears throat> you should have a plus modifier to that 7, though. Yeah. Is that from Constitution? No, no, click on the short rest button up top, mm. just above walking speed. Ah, there it is. And then three, in there, so it'll tell you what your 10. hit die. So I get yeah. yeah, so 10 and then whatever your 1d6 is. And then you have to mark, check one of those boxes that you use one of your hit dice. And then roll a d6. So you got... 14, 14 back. Not bad. Not completely full health, but it's better than where I was. Well, this way I don't expend a spell slot in case we come up against something that we need to handle. Excellent. Okay, well. Without your mighty axe. Without my mighty axe, yes. You never know when it might fail us. <laughs> <laughs> It's been known to happen, Dwarf. It's been known to happen. <laughs> it's true. I'm not going to lie. Well, so we head out okay, to the woods. Okay, so we take a short rest, and That's I guess nice we head. He, he ordered his, his dice and his dice tray. Oh. Did he show us a picture of it? Yeah. Yeah, the ones that... Um, JD had they didn't ship to Japan, but these should be good enough. The numbers should be clear enough to for the camera. I like it. You ordered all three of those sets. Yep. <laughs> I, I think he just one up to you. Yeah. Three times. Let me get on. <laughs> let me get on the webs real quick. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Let me order some. Now we're session. taking short rest. I'm going to uh, pull out my phone and get on uh, the Amazon.com. 
Let me pull out my dice so they have my backpack. <laughs> next section. Next session. Look at my tower of dice. <laughs> dice okay, companies so be gonna... going, wow, we got so many orders in Japan and America. <laughs> we're going to um, go where, go from whence the... Uh... So you, are you going to try and, and uh, follow the trail back to where it possibly originated or are you going to continue on the trail looking for uh goblins well i do know that 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 somebody had tasked us with taking care of ogres correct uh no they were orcs oh orcs begin with though <laughs> orcs ogres large creatures that need Bars to be destroyed too many already <laughs> i haven't had any mind you well, it had a key. We have to see what it opens. It could be something nice and magical there. Yeah. It could be a new magical axe for the Ooh. dwarf. I know of one. It is or a called... bag of holding for whence he could put more poop. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> the light bringer. One yes, we will. will be uh, mine. <laughs> I'm, up, I'm up for following the trail of the ogre. I still think it leads south. <laughs> There are no you need a new perception dice sell. is what you need. I, I, those dice cannot come soon enough. <laughs> He's like, crap, I did not plan for going to the forest right now. It's like, you guys just wait. I, I pull out, uh, let's see, I have, uh, I'm going to grab a stick from the ground. And I will tie some string to the end of it. And oh, string. Uh, yes. And I'm leaping around to joy. <laughs> and the key. And I will just I'll Dang just confirm his face the so that he follows us. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Rip. Follow follow the key. Follow <laughs> the key. I'm I'm trying to swipe at it. <laughs> Don't get lost in the forest. <laughs> That's awesome. Not gonna lie. So, sorry, I have returned from my uh, journey off. I, I came across these strange young girl bods. That they worked for this clan called the Girl Scouts, and boy, did they hook me up. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to share? <laughs> I I don't think you would like these kind of cookies. <clears throat> it's true. Okay. Well, shall we go into the forest? Who wants to go first? I'm guessing you want me to walk first. Yes, <laughs> well, you, you are right. the great protector of this group, are you not? It's so true. I, I, am, I am the protector. It's my honor to protect you both. All right. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> but if I trip and fall over a tree root, I mean, there's nothing <laughs> I can do. <laughs> we could let the cat go first and check for traps. <laughs> Uh, yeah. The last time I did that, the trap ended up in my back. <laughs> All right, I'll I'll head out first and just start following the trail. The I'll be last, so if there is an opportunity for me to sneak off, if we're being attacked, to sneak off to the side. Okay, it's pretty. Um, go ahead and make investigation checks, everybody. Investigation with advantage. Fifteen. With advantage. With advantage, okay. Well, that's a 22. I'll just take my 20. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll take the 22. All right. 
So it's pretty obvious due to the nature of him thrashing through the forest before he engaged in combat with you which way he came from. So that trail is easy to follow. Um, as you make your way across the trail, you finally um, find kind of like a burrow type area where makeshift like leaves and, and bark and tree branches um, and the earth itself has been f moved and formed into kind of like a little den area. And this must be where um, the creature was uh, encamping. There's a small like uh, recently expired uh, campfire uh, in the middle area there. And then the burrow is kind of dark. You can you can see it. It goes. It has a little depth to it. All right. <clears throat> Duffin, climb into that burrow and see if you see anything. Oh, man, it's pretty dark in here. What do you reckon? <laughs> I have dark vision, so I can see for six feet down the burrow. Uh. <laughs> uh I said, okay, well, let me... Uh, I'm going to stick my head in there and just kind of see what I can see. <laughs> <laughs> all, all right. So you're sticking your head in there? Uh, well, not all the way. And I'm just going up and kind of peering into the burrow. Okay. As you, as you lean in towards the burrow, um, go ahead and make a perception check. It's a one. Uh, I just, I had to look twice. I'm sorry. That's amazing. All right. As you lean into the burrow, careful to not uh, expose yourself to any danger, you trip over a twig, a branch, some large outgrowth from the ground, and land flat on your face. As you pick yourself up and dust yourself off, you are now fully in the burrow. And it is quite large, deceptively large, um, from the small entrance that you fell into. And inside, you can see what looks like a makeshift lair. Um, there are long since dead bodies of what appears to be uh, poor... Uh, inexperienced adventurers uh, scattered amongst the ground and uh, go ahead and and I dare say make another <laughs> perception check. Uh, uh, I got <laughs> where is it at perception I got eight <laughs> okay that's all you see I, uh, hey, there's, there, there's no problems in here. Come on in. Okay, so I'll head on in. Oh, can you see that? Is that a 20? Yeah. That's a 20. So Did you see that? You Perception like, check. Are you like handspringing in? <laughs> I'm backflipping, tumbling, running across the walls, all sorts of stuff. That, I'm, oh, okay. I'm fired up after that key on the end of his piece of string. You are fired up. So <laughs> as soon as you enter the burrow, you are entirely tweaked, like you're on some kind of uh, amazing catnip. 
there are dead bodies everywhere, which tells you that there may possibly be all kinds of shinies in this room. Mm. Bard, oh, what right. are you doing? I am not. Bard, silent. Someone put, cast a silent spell on him. Still, there's nothing. Oh to see dear here. lord! I, yeah. <laughs> I will. I will enter in as well. Okay, all three of you are now into the um, into the burrow. Mm. Everybody has dark vision. I yep. Do. So scattered about the room, you can see some several um, uh, unfortunate fates on some adventurers here uh, who are all dead um, to varying degrees of length of time. Some are skeletons, some are um, rotting flesh, and uh, everyone make a perception check except for Duffin. 16. 22. Way back in the back of the burrow, you spot a chest. Oh. <gasps> With a lock on it. Is it Harry? Oh, wait, that was Duffin. <laughs> Where are you looking, Rip? <laughs> I thought you rolled I, a positive I will, number. I will uh, approach the chest cautiously. Whoa, where are you okay. going? <laughs> Should I follow you? <laughs> <laughs> so you make your way to the back of the, the burrow... And you see the chest before you. I will investigate for traps. Okay, go ahead and make a dexterity check. Ooh, a chest, huh? <laughs> I didn't see this before. <laughs> a 20? Yep. There are no traps. Okay. There is, however, a lock on the chest. I will I will uh, take the key off of the end of the uh, cat stick and <laughs> check to see if it fits. Okay, at this point in time, uh, Rip has run forward and is asking you, what did you find? What did you find? He wants to know what you're doing with that key. Calm down, cat. I'm checking to see if the key works in this chest. You'll get it back. The key fits rather nicely in the lock. Imagine that. A key Unlock fitting a lock. <laughs> you unlock the lock. Uh, open the chest. You open the chest, and inside... Is what, 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 what's inside? What's inside? Cliffhanger. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Unlikely Alliance and hope you tune in next time. Who knows what they're going to find in that treasure box? Well, I mean, I know, but you don't. So tune in.